Welcome back, everyone, to Couples in Chaos. Welcome back. This is Jose. And this is Angie. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I know we haven't checked in in a while, but we've been away on vacation. And today... Yeah, holidays and vacation. We are going to talk about assumptions. And the topic of assumptions came to us a variety of different um, relationships that we've had in couples and friendships and the idea of assumptions was really an issue for many of those people that we talked to assumptions is believing that you know what the other person feels or wants and in particularly since we're speaking about couples we're going to be talking about believing that you know what your partner partners thinking feeling for example and this is a really benign example uh, our neighbor uh, Rachel recently spoke to us about his morning walk routine and he had mentioned that he goes on his morning walk um, every morning and it helps him kind of like start his day and he was mentioning that his wife recently has been wanting to join him in these morning walks and his wife is feeling good about this and he has other feelings about it right so our neighbors and uh, i just want to say we really appreciate them the guy is saying hey i appreciate my morning walks by myself it's me time, this is stuff that I want to do, and we can assume that the wife is thinking what? So I'm thinking that the wife is thinking, yay, I get to spend time with my hubby, we get to start our day together, and I'm giving him company so he doesn't do this by himself. So she's thinking, he wants me to walk with him, or he appreciates me walking with him, and and he's saying no uh you're invading on my personal time um i look forward to this a long time um which is a great example of assumptions yes and then they don't understand why when they get home instead of starting their day or happy and excited they seem to be angry or frustrated with each other um and it's really just the assumption part here um a lot of assumptions are going on Another example will be of assumptions is, you know, I think of waking up in the morning and making Angie some scrambled eggs. I make myself some breakfast, I make some eggs, and I say, hey, Angie, I made some eggs for you. And her response is? Well, my response is thank you. But I'm really thinking, why did he make me eggs? Why did he ask, why didn't he ask me to make eggs? Why is he being wasteful? I didn't want to have eggs today. Please ask. So I'm more annoyed rather than feeling grateful or appreciative. While I'm sure he's thinking, oh, I'm feeding her. She must feel happy. And and I know she loves eggs. And I do. I do love eggs. But I want to be asked. Right. And I'm just assuming that, hey, she's going to be okay with breakfast. Another good example of assumptions in relationships. And these, I would kind of like to think of them as assumptions that are being done because we think it's going to help 
our partner. It's gonna help them feel better. But those assumptions usually don't get too full of negative energy, although they can if it goes on and on and on. But then there's the other types of assumptions that can become much more complicated and cause quite a bit of hurt and risks. Some examples is misunderstanding body language, misunderstanding what is being said that leads to making assumptions of their thoughts, feelings, and motivations. So again, um, assumptions begin with misunderstanding body language and misunderstanding what a person says. And, and these misperceptions um, cause you to assume wrongly about what the other person is feeling. So an example would be going to a party, right? Yeah. So Jose would say, hey, I'm going to a party or do you want to go to this party? And if I just shrug my shoulders, then I'm thinking about you're really not interested. You may not want to go. And if you do go, it's just because um, you want to make me happy. Exactly. So he's assuming that this is something that is not something that I enjoy. Or maybe I'm shrugging my shoulders because it makes me anxious, the idea of going to this party. Not necessarily that I don't want to go, but that it's anxious. And maybe that's something Jose and I can talk through and work through where I feel more prepared to go to this party. And when we use that for an example, so many other assumptions that can come from that. Maybe I'm assuming that she will want to go. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she had other plans. Why does this happen? For positive assumptions, I believe because it's really a a representation of what you want and what you are reflecting it back to, and you're reflecting it back to your partner. So for example, in the walk with our neighbors, uh, perhaps the wife just wants to spend more time with her husband. And so she wants to spend more time with her husband. And she's thinking, if this is how I feel, my husband may feel this way as well. Again, she's making an assumption. And maybe he does. Maybe he does want to spend more time with her. But perhaps asking about it is, is, is a better way of doing it rather than just joining him, right? Because in that assumption, that assumption for that walk is incorrect. The husband does not want her to join her. Uh, join him in fact and the other example will be is from when i make eggs in the morning uh, making those eggs again getting back to that it's i'm assuming that angie's going to appreciate the eggs i am making breakfast for her something that she doesn't need to worry about breakfast is done uh, and i'm assuming that she's going to appreciate that or enjoy that i made breakfast and again the piece piece about this is that he's the one who wants the eggs He's the one who's excited about eating it. So this is really about him, not about me. So he's assuming that I'm going to feel the same way he feels. But in this case, that's not true. Yes, sometimes I may be excited about eggs, but not necessarily the same day and time that he is. When I make Angie eggs, it's really because I want eggs. I want to have some eggs. And you know what? If I'm going to crack two eggs, I might as well crack four eggs. So really, me having eggs in the morning is really just about me. 
Exactly. And that's one of the things that I want you to think about when you're looking at assumptions. And we're going to get into this a little bit more later. But assumptions oftentimes come from our own insecurities, our own thoughts, our own feelings, our own wants, and we're projecting it on another person. So just be aware of that. For the other assumption, the one that I think is a little bit more negative, it can arise um, from a few different ways. One of them is through roles of convenience. So one of the examples would be is like, hey, I don't mind doing the dishes. And that will be a role of convenience in the sense of now I'm doing the dishes every day, regularly. And the assumption is, oh, he really doesn't mind doing the dishes. Yes. So it becomes his role. Right. So that's what roles of convenience is. His role is to wash the dishes because he doesn't he doesn't mind doing the dishes. But doesn't mind doing the dishes does not mean it's something that I want to continue to do. And if I feel like I'm the only one doing the dishes, then I may start feeling resentful. Yes. So now that's leading to to him feeling these feelings while I'm completely unaware of the fact that he's feeling upset with me because I, I I did say that I don't mind doing the dishes. Exactly. That's uh, an assumption through roles of convenience. And as, as, as you guys look through your relationship, really look at the different roles that you have and notice if, if at any time while doing those roles, does your partner have an attitude about it? And then you act confused, but why does he seem angry that he took out the garbage? That's something he does every day. Uh, but maybe he's angry because why? Why does he have to do that every day? Every day? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or maybe it could be that uh, cooking, whatever. Just look at the different roles and try to see, hey, where am I making an assumption that they're perfectly happy with this? Uh, and where can it somehow be manifested in other places, these feelings, these resentments? So another one is misreading facial and body cues. Um, And an example for that would be, for example, Jose tells me something um, serious and I laugh at that comment. And in general, this doesn't really happen between me and and Jose, but I'm thinking about uh, others who do this, where uh, they laugh because they're uncomfortable with the topic Mm -hmm. or they're uncomfortable with the situation. So if Jose is telling me something serious and I start laughing, what can he assume? Um, that you're not taking me serious, that you're playing, you're joking, um, and you're not really listening to what I'm trying to communicate to you. I'm feeling you're being dismissive. Insensitive. Insensitive, yeah. Very true, when really it's just me feeling uncomfortable. So in a situation like that, Jose can simply just ask me, hey, it doesn't make sense. Why are you laughing when I'm telling you this very seriously? And hopefully I have the strength to admit to him, hey, I'm laughing because I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable or I don't know how to deal with that information. And I guess with time with your couple, with your partner, you'll kind of begin to understand what that is about. Uh, most of the time, it's really a defense mechanism. If, if I know that when Angie laughs or, or anything to that, then I have to kind of sit back for a second. All right, she's probably feeling uncomfortable about this relationship. 
well, not about the relationship, but about the situation. About the situation. Yeah. And so that's a great point because it's a it's it's attunement, right? It's Jose recognizing who I am and my character, my personality, and the fact that I care about him, right? And that I won't I that wouldn't be something that I would do. So and then it, it's vice versa. So that's another thing to take into account. Like sometimes when we're saying something that makes us vulnerable, it makes us sensitive or maybe too hypersensitive. So when the other person responds in a way that's unexpected, it becomes hurtful and that leads to assumptions when it's really just better to ask um when it just doesn't make sense, the response doesn't make sense. So believing you know what your partner wants or needs it's it's not helpful can lead to a lot of confusion. chaos absolutely a lot of confusion other examples can be for example if a wife doesn't have her a job and i come over and give her the classifieds yeah so he gives me the classifieds how am i going to feel oh my god he's telling me to get a job he's telling me that i'm lazy he's telling me that i'm not contributing and on and on and on so i become angry mm-hmm. and for me i'm just trying to be helpful i'm being thoughtful i went out got the newspaper and was like hey maybe this can be helpful yes but perhaps in this situation we're both making assumptions right so i'm assuming that he thinks that i am not doing enough to get a job and he's thinking he's helping but really the best way to deal with this is to ask yeah how can i help exactly hey i see you are looking for work is there anything i can do to help exactly clarity is the best policy in all of this so how do we become more aware of this how can we fix this Number 1 it's really about checking in and validate be specific and clear as as I've been saying this whole time while we're here be clear be specific ask questions definitely listen actively and remember what listen actively means right it means clear everything else that you're thinking about listen to your partner and if you don't understand guess what mm-hmm. we go back to what we just were talking about number 1 ask again be clear active listening remind yourself that you are not a mind reader when you make an assumption it is based on what we think is going on in someone else's head and that is magic because assumption is exactly that you are being a mind reader your mom, your partner may not always know what your needs are so do not assume that they should do not get angry if they don't statements like if you really know me you'll know what i am thinking of and for example this is this i this is i think so interesting because it's really like a catch 21 right or catch 22 whatever the the saying is which is we don't want your we don't want our partner to make assumptions but yeah at the same time we expect our partner to know what we want so we're in we're actually asking them to make an assumption that just doesn't make sense understand that your partner should not know what you want all the time they they shouldn't you're asking them to make an assumption 
So that I think it's so funny. We don't want them to make assumptions, but really we also want them to magically know what we want. Yeah, we to know what she wants. It's 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 really difficult knowing or believing what your partner wants. It's really difficult. It is a problem to believe that they can read our minds and the second assumption is to believe that they don't love us or care for us if they don't do that. So again, I know that I'm repeating myself here or repeating what Jose is saying, but again, them not knowing what you want or how you want things does not mean that they don't love you. Um they're just practicing the good exercise of not making assumptions. So really when that happens in a relationship when you're like, "Wow, he should know this already." Think, well, you know what? He's practicing or she's practicing the art of not making assumptions because that's a good a good art uh to be able to uh be skilled at. Also, don't assume that talking about a subject just once is enough. Sometimes it's difficult to express your thoughts and feelings, needs in just one conversation. And really this is important. Um the idea and Jose and I go through this all the time actually, all the mm-hmm. time where I would say something and I'm thinking I didn't I just say this like an hour ago or didn't we already talk about this and he's like, "What? Uh I don't know what you're saying." Um so sometimes our thoughts and feelings are very difficult to express in one setting and it may require multiple multiple times multiple conversations settings even days um before your partner understands the depth of your feelings thoughts and emotions and one example of this is in fact when my grandmother was coming to visit us and in this example i had asked jose hey my grandmother's coming can she stay with us and jose kind of like laughed it off and it wasn't until much later after a few conversations that we learned that he realized that i'm not that it, this was very meaningful for me Once she kind of explained to me what that really was about about how she felt about her grandmother and how close she was to her and the memories and how important this was for her then that understanding for me kind of was in agreement definitely wanted to support that and she finally did come and spend some quality time with us she did she stayed with us for uh, a while but I, it, again it took a few conversations about it a few conversations before he understood cuz i really didn't understand how important it was in my mind it was about my assumption was about having to care for someone else bring someone else over or live with us for a while and um when i was able to get from angie really what it was about was her wanting to reach out and spend some time with her grandmother then i was able to understand Yeah, so my assumption originally when he was saying no, I'm not interested in her coming over, right. was he doesn't care about me, he doesn't care about my family, he's selfish. So these were all the things that I was thinking about, but once we connected and he realized, "Hey, this is important for me," then I felt cared for and taken care of when he said, "Yeah, this makes sense. It makes sense for her to stay with us." So, I just we just want to end with saying make sure to listen to your emotions and your thoughts. Often times when you're angry with your partner, 
it may be that there's an underlying assumption at play. Use any of your negative emotions to explore these deeper thoughts. Realize and think, are you being unfair? Are you misunderstanding something? I want you to stop. Again, stop. Listen to your thoughts and feelings and think. Did I make an assumption? Identify your feelings connected to the thought and follow it to see if it arose from an assumption. And always just stop. If you can't get through it, pause, come back to it, have another conversation. We'll get to a place to be able to understand and not assume. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just a very quick sum of everything we talked about is thoughts and feelings, any anger, any any of or negative feelings, just ask, clarify with your partner, listen, and adjust and make differences. And by that making differences, I mean make differences in the way that you feel about what's going on, how you're going to respond to it. Absolutely. And with that, I want to thank everyone for coming in and listening to our podcast. We appreciate you so much. If you guys have any questions and want to reach out to us, please feel free to email us at truepursuitworkshops at gmail.com. Again, that's truepursuitworkshops at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you guys and talk to you till next time. Bye-bye.